What's up, Golden Souls? How y'all doing? I hope y'all are having such a fantastic day. My voice sounds kind of low because I do not feel well. But God is great and he is awesome. He's going to heal my body in the name of Jesus. So let's go ahead and get started. We're just going to have a regular conversation. No deep diving topic today. Just a regular soft conversation. And so lately I have been leading, facilitating um, my Sunday growth group that started uh, just a couple weeks back and it has just been so amazing. So just outstanding. And so within that, I wanted to kind of pick at a couple of things that were kind of um, that I was compelled to bring to you. Now, now I am not going to bring their conversations and what they said, but I am going to actually talk about what is on my heart. So first and foremost, a lot of people um, kind of separate themselves from religion. When they hear religion, they hear things or Christianity, they hear things such as, you know, I don't want to be a part of that religion. I am not religious. You know, um, religion is just a white man's idea, blah, 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 blah. And so in my response, I have had I have literally had to have this conversation so many times. And so in my response, I've said such as, well, you know, um, I'm not religious either. Or, you know, I don't, I don't have a religion either. And that people kind of frown up and they're like, wait a minute, what? And it is so hard for people to understand that um, out of all the religions, Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship, 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 relationship. Okay. And for some reason, they cannot ponder that. So, re- so religion is basically... Um, like a routine, um, it's a ritualistic routine, something you have to do in order to earn somebody's whatever, whether that is love, trust, whatever it is. Okay. So, um, you, you have a religion with your job, you know, it's a routine, something you have to do. And, um, you have to, if you want to earn money, you have to go to work. Right. And so with this being said, um, I just want to let people know that Christianity is a relationship, um, with Buddhism, Hinduism, um, with Islamic people, Muslim, uh, Catholic, all that, Um, it is as though all of them have had to work for their God's love or their God's, you know, acceptance and all that kind of stuff. Okay. They've had to actually do some work. Um, there was no grace being demonstrated within their belief system. Uh, now Christianity, however, <clears throat> is the only, is the only, um, part or the only belief system that I should say, lack of better words, it is the only belief system where God did the work for us. God did what it took in order to get us back. God actually sent him son, manifested in himself as Jesus Christ to, you know, die on the cross, take up our sins, take up whatever illnesses and all that kind of stuff. Um, and to take that with him, 
all the bad, all the ugly, all the nasty, filthy stuff, um, the, the veil, when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was removed. When Jesus died on the cross, the veil was removed. There was no longer, you know, things that you had to do ritualistically. You know what I'm saying? Once Jesus died there in there, there in that moment stood a covenant relationship that we could partake in. Okay. And so let me put it this way because I've put it this way to so many people and they've said things like, oh, okay, I get it now. So knowing that Christianity is a lifestyle, it is not a religion. It is a relationship correlating it to most relationships that we have in our day-to-day lives, such as a mother-father relationship, um, a daughter-mother relationship, son-father relationship, um, sister-sister relationship, friend-to-friend relationship, whatever it is, correlating that to that so that you understand it more. Um, Oh, boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. Um, In order to sustain that relationship, in order for that relationship to be strengthened, in order for that relationship to grow, in order for that relationship to be unbreakable, in order for that relationship to really um, come to its full form, you must sustain it by doing things that it takes in order to keep the relationship. What am I saying? To keep the relationship between whomever you're with or whomever you've been, um, whatever family you've been born into, you have to do things within the relationship religiously, okay? Now, for instance, boyfriend, girlfriend, if you're a boyfriend, if, if you're a man, you have a girlfriend, right? To Now, you're in a relationship. You just called it a relationship by putting that title on it. This is a relationship. This is my girlfriend. Now, in order to maintain the relationship, in order to sustain the relationship, for it to be healthy, for it to grow, um, what are some things that you have to do? One, you have to date each other. Two, You have to continue getting to know each other. You cannot be complacent and saying, okay, I know enough about you. No, you keep dating that person. You keep growing in in order to know that person. What else do you have to do? You have to uh, have stimulating conversations, whether it's on the phone, in person. What else do you have to do? You know what I'm saying? There are things that you have to do within a relationship to keep it growing, to keep it healthy, to keep it sustainable, or else the relationship begins to dissolve. You and that other person begin to drift. And then you go through this season where it's like, you know, I don't know you. You don't know me. What are we doing in this if we're not working at it? Okay. So with that being said, taking it back to um, Jesus now, in order to keep that relationship, because Christianity is a relationship, you have to pray, you have to fast, you have to meditate, you have to be intimate with God, go on dates by yourself to Applebee's or to the movies with God. I've done it before. People looked at me like I was crazy, but I didn't care. I was by myself talking and laughing and just really getting like just talking to him having a normal conversation with God and him talking back to me be intimate with him pray with him fast meditate read your word that is what you do basically you're dating God and that is what you do to sustain the relationship so in order to to, to sustain the relationship you uh you do things within the relationship that is religious 
I mean, don't you get up every morning and brush your teeth, comb your hair, wash your face, put lotion on? That's a that's religious. And you don't find anything wrong with that. So what I'm saying is to maintain a relationship with God, there are some things within the relationship that you have to do religiously. Okay? So for me, I have to stay in prayer with God to make sure I'm not disconnected at any point. I have to stay in prayer. I have to meditate on his word. I have to read his word. Um, Let me stop saying I have to. These are things I want to do. But this is stuff that I, I must do and I want to do and I enjoy doing. So I hope that explains that part for you. I hope you guys understand that because I kid you not, I've been having this conversation so many times with so many people lately. And it's like when I bring it in that form, they're like, oh, okay, I get it now. I get what you're saying. Yeah, of course. When you would put it in that form, okay. Um, So that is the genuine essence of religion. The genuine essence of religion is truly having a relationship with God, being intimate with him and enjoying him forever, enjoying him, enjoying his presence uh, uh, and him enjoying you growing, communicating all that stuff. That's what it takes because it's a relationship. It is a relationship. Stop looking at it like a religion. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. Okay. Okay. So that's what I wanted to say about that. And I hope that helps each and every single one of you. Boop boop. Every single one of you. Boop boop. Um, what else did I want to mention? For those of you that have actually declared Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and yet you have this you have this low confidence and lack of esteem that says, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm saved. I don't think I'm 100% saved. I don't think that if I die today, I will go to heaven. Um, I don't think that God loves me or whatever it may be in the back of your head. Those are the lies that the enemy has told you because one, um, if you have openly declared with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord and savior and you believe it in your heart, Sweetheart, honey bun, young man, you are saved, okay? And I know a lot of people ask about baptism. Well, what about baptism? I didn't I didn't I didn't get baptized. Or they'll say I got baptized at a young age when I didn't understand. And so does that mean I'm not saved? No, because understand this, baptism does not save you. I'm gonna say it again. Baptism does not save you, okay? What saves you is actually believing and saying with your mouth that Jesus is my Lord. He he is the governor of my life. He rules. I submit to him. That is what saves you and you living that out in your life. Now, baptism. Okay, so come into further agreement with God in some point. Um, baptism is just an it is an it is an inward symbol of an outward change. I'm going to say that again. Baptism is an inward symbol of an outward change, meaning, of course, baptism is to symbolize, you know, Jesus' death, burial and resurrection. So when we get baptized, we are in agreement that Jesus died for us, was buried in the grave for us in the belly of the beast for three days and then rose again. 
back to life so that we shall have eternal life. Okay, so that is what that is symbolic of. We are saying I am in agreement with God. I am connecting with him in the name of Jesus. And so if you've gotten baptized and at a young age where you didn't really fully understand baptism or why you're living a life for Jesus, I I declare you to rededicate your life to Jesus uh, a re, with a rededication statement. Go to your pastor. Let them know, hey, I got baptized at a young age where I didn't really understand, but I was forced to do it. And so I want to rededicate my life. So a rededication to some churches, maybe you getting baptized again because now you come, you have come to a full knowledge and repentance. Um, to other churches, it may just be um, putting anointing oil over your head and praying over you. To some, it may be sprinkling water. Whatever that may be, rededicate your life. Um, but I just want to say, if you declare yourself saved, if you declare that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, and you're like you're saved, you have that spiritual mark on you. Um, and, um, another question that rises up is that, okay, what if I'm mess up? What if I'm not living the life that, um, I'm supposed to live that God has told me to live. Okay. God knows that we're not 100% human. However, I don't want you to use that as a crutch. I don't want you to use that as an enabler because I mean, yet again, God did say that, um, all fall short of the glory of God. In addition to that, it also says that that who belongs in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. And so I want you to understand that we all mess up. Now, do we? Do you deliberately mess up? Make sure you ask that question. Or are you deliberately going out here saying, I'm going to go smoke. I'm going to go I'm going to go get drunk. I'm going to go key this car. I'm about to go beat up this girl. I'm about to go set this fire to this house. I'm about to go shoot this dude in the head. Or are you deliberately going out to go sin? Or you saying and premeditating in your head, yes, I'm about to have sex with him. Or is it like you get up praying, whatever it is, you're going about your life, and then you end up, of course, um, sinning and saying, oh, my God, how did I do you know what I'm saying? So there is a big difference. There's a big difference. If you are deliberately going out there to sin, God have mercy on your soul. I pray that you repent. And uh, But if you're just going out here trying your best to live your life and while, well, God's life, I won't say your life, trying your best to live a godly life and yet you're still like falling get back up it's okay get back up just don't do it again and just ask god for more discernment for more clarity of the enemy's traps and snares you know what i'm saying we have to be more open-minded about that and so i really wanted to bring that to you and i hope that with this conversation you can be more confident in your life in god you can be more confident in living a godly life living a godly life i want each and every one of you to be confident about that uh godly confident stand up high and if you're not sure how to live it ask god god help me to live a godly lifestyle help me to walk away from the life of sin kill my flesh lord god help me to die daily so that i can live for you okay so I love each and every one of you. I hope you have such a fantastic day. It has just been glorious. And just pray that I get well. And I pray that you all be sustained and anchored in Christ. Okay? Um, I love each and every one of you. Be strong. Be courageous. Be golden. Woo! Bye.